Hey guys, welcome back to this podcast. This is your girl, Dela Sabio. Welcome, welcome. Happy Wednesday. Happy morning. Happy evening. Whatever time you're listening to this, happy, happy. Um, y'all, I just love the way that things are flowing through this podcast and how the Lord is leading us into where we're going. Um, I just want to give you guys a few things before we start this episode today. I know last week was a great great um episode where we talked about what does a man of God looks for in a woman of God and today is another extension of that episode where we answer questions pertaining to courting uh love dating and some other things that I feel like is essential for all of us to know and and converse about so stay tuned I do have some news before we get into today's episode love you guys I just want to let you guys know that the business webinar course that we are having is going to be on Friday, March 5th instead. Okay, I know some of you have already signed up and you guys have been interest have been uh, projected your interest to being a part of it. And if you've never heard of it, this is a business webinar that is helping you launch your business. So if you're thinking of it, if you have the idea, you're ready to hit the ground running, if you already started and you just need help in, in formulating it, you have to be here. I'm giving you guys a complimentary ebook to help you with what you have. And I'm also offering a free session one-on-one with me, all for a discounted price. The value is $200. I counted it up and I said, listen, this is more than what I'm what, what I'm um, asking for you guys to um, invest in. It is an investment of $49.99. And this is everything that you need in order to launch your business. This is everything that you need. And we get to sit with together as a coach. I love this because we get to um, go behind the scenes of your business specifically. And, and I give you a b- ebook where you can keep for yourself so that you can follow up with the things that you have to do concerning launching your business. So Sign up today. There are limited seats available. I'm going to leave the link down below. Please, please sign up if this is for you. Do not wait for the last minute because it's for limited seats only, okay? So I just wanted to give you that before we get into today's episode. And that is all. I love you guys and enjoy today's episode. Don't forget to grab your tea, your coffee, your water, because this one is about to be good too. Love you guys. These are some good questions. They juicy questions. All right. So, all right. So question number one, how do you go about dating or entertaining people who are not believers, but they respect your beliefs and they are willing, they're open to being saved. They are not, they're not believers. Okay. Okay. And they're open to being saved. So I feel there's a simple way to go about it. If they're open and willing, if they're open to your beliefs and they're they're willing to be saved, then why not, you know, encourage them, minister unto them, witness to them, the word of God, bring them in church, you know, help them get saved. Pray for them. Pray with them. Fast fast for them. Fast with them if they want to. 
and just uh, continue to be there for them and help them to get saved. And then once they get saved, then go ahead, by all means, and date them. But if they really want to get saved, and if you date them, there there's no telling. So, you know, it's best to always just wait for them to get saved first, help them get saved first, and then date them. So win-win. You don't want to just go in unequally yoked just because someone says something. So I feel that's the best way to go about it. Now, I done I was in a relationship as you guys know with someone who was kind of sort of a believer and I spent a lot of my time praying, fasting, pulling him to come on and believe in God and it just like it really wasn't going nowhere. Um and so for me, I just feel like if God is not leading you to do it, then I would not advise you to do it. I say you need to pray and check in with the Holy Spirit first. Check in with Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior from Nazareth, and check to see if this is if this is his will for you to pursue this mission and in praying because you want to do things in decency and order. You want to do things at the right time. And you want to be sure that you are in God's will in doing it. I would not advise anybody to spend a lot of time praying for somebody. If it's not God's will, you would you would cause your heart to be broken, potentially, possibly. You would cause your your um your mind to, to be uh tortured or or tormented because a lot of times when we're involved with somebody else and we're so concerned about their spiritual journey it takes a lot y'all so not only do are you trying to get them you're 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 naturally worried about them now you're spiritually worried about them that's another weight added on to the bucket so i would say to pray and ask the lord seek the lord's heart for this um and making sure that you're not doing this based on your own will because we are faulty the bible says it like this the spirit is willing but the flesh is weak our flesh not 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 that scripture the scripture is my thoughts are not your thoughts and my ways are not your ways so our ways are not like god so what we what we want to do is different from what God desires for us to do. So I will always say, check in with the Lord and see if this is what he wants you to do because you don't want to be wasting your time. I did it. And listen, even though all things work together for good, together for the, you know what I'm saying? Together for the good. I just felt like it, like a lot of the things I was doing, I was going above and beyond for a lot for, for this man, for this man of God. I believe he will be a man of God one day, but I wouldn't advise that for be for for y'all. But so pray, pray, because maybe your testimony is a little different. Pray, 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 pray. But my point was more so before that linkage even happens, when the person simply says, you know, they want to be with you, and they're not saved, but they're willing to be saved, and they're open to it. Well, before any of that linkage or attachment happens. See if they're really serious about it because salvation is a personal decision each believer has to make. You know, God God says that he's willing that all should come to the eternal life and none shall perish, you know, but broad is the way to destruction, narrow is the way to eternal life. So 
as Christians, I feel like it's our job when there's a willing soul, there's a willing spirit around us to not be unequally yoked, to not get into um, unequal fellowship with that and have linkages and attachments and emotional and spiritual investments. But what we should do is minister unto them, share the gospel with them Mm -hmm. and uh, witness to them so that, and then pray for them so that the Lord may save their soul, that they may be led to Christ and have a, have this Holy spirit come within them and move their hearts. And the power of God, the power of the word is powerful. So that's more of what I'm saying before any of the commitments or creating a linkage or investments or attachments going into anything, make sure they get saved first before you get with them. Cause if they're not, it's going to drag you down in your spiritual walk and bog you down. This is Miss Dayla said over here. And she was more referring to once you guys are already in that investment stage, then it's kind of, it's going to drag you down and you don't want that. So that's more so what I'm saying. Now, have you ever been in a relationship where the person that you were seeing was not in the same spiritual level as you? And if so, how did you go about that? Definitely have. And I feel like it all falls back to their desire. If they desire to grow in the Lord, then you can. that's someone who you, is able to be worked with. You're able to work with them as God leads you and just help them grow in the Lord. But if it's someone who's who's kind of set in their ways, they're they feel like it's not that big of a deal or um they just don't have the desire to grow spiritually, then feel like that's where you're unequally yoked again. And have I been in that situation? I have, and, you know, unfortunately, well, actually, fortunately, um, things didn't work out because it wasn't meant to work out because they would have hindered my growth because they they did not want to grow. So, yeah, I feel like the best way to handle that situation is, you know, seek the Lord, seek the Holy Spirit, read your word, and, you know, God's going to lead you into a better situation someone who's going to help you grow rather than uh, hold you back from growing. Dating and entertaining people from the past on it. How do you feel about that? Like, how do you feel about talking to your ex-girlfriend and just, you know, entertaining? So I'm saying by the question entertaining, I'm, I'm assuming that it's um, having some conversation that is a little bit more than just friends. Um, so how do you feel about that? So you're saying uh, while dating someone else and entertaining my ex or just while I'm single, while en- single. entertaining? Yeah. Okay. I feel like there's, I don't see what's the big deal about it, honestly. Like, I feel like people grow over time. People change. Mm-hmm. I'm sure every one of us aren't the same people we were five years ago. We've all grown. We have life experiences, you know, God's guide and led us in different directions and he helped us grow. Now we may have had tremendous growth spiritually, emotionally, and mentally over the last five years. So who's to say that the ex from five years ago 
hasn't had the same uh, mental, spiritual, emotional growth. You would never know until you have a conversation with them to see where they're at. So never know if Lord's working in them and changing their hearts and changing their minds and their soul and spirit. And yeah, so there's, just because they were your ex, just because it didn't work out before, doesn't mean that it's doomed not to work out again. Now, if they didn't change at all, then yes, you do not, yeah, do not um, go back to that. It's mm-hmm. like a dog going back to his vomit. You know, um, I believe it was Albert Einstein said the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Mm-hmm. So if they're the same, if you see the same signs that you see the same signs and the same reasons why it didn't work out the first time, no reason to go back. But if you see true change of heart and mind and those things that were a problem before aren't there anymore, give it some time, give it some thought, give it some prayer, pray about it. And yeah, I don't see anything wrong with it. How do you know that the person that you are with is the right person that you're going to be spending the rest of your life with? I feel like that's a real simple question. Person that you're with is the right person to spend the rest of your life with. Well, if they help you grow, they help your growth spiritually, they help your growth mentally, they help your growth emotionally, they help your growth physically. And not only growth, but if they're also help comfort you mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically. And um, as well as if they're your partner and you guys can enjoy and just connecting in all those facets, I feel like that's how you know if they're the right person for you to help you in all aspects of your life. And you just can't picture your life without them in it anymore. Oftentimes we find people who help us in a couple ways, but not the other ways or, and then we overlook it, but the people who help us in all the different ways, those are the people who are truly here to stay and we'll be able to identify that pretty easily. How do you know when you're ready to start dating? I think that was a simple question, a simple answer to, um, Sometimes you just don't know, you know, especially if you've been through a hard time and you just you came out of a nasty, uh, a, a terrible breakup and you're just one, and now you're just getting to know God in a deeper level. Right. You fully don't even understand um, God and, and him in a, in a full capacity. But you're wondering, like, am I OK? Am I ready? I think I can handle somebody like it will be nice for somebody to help me hear the voice of God and help me, you know, help me keep on task and someone to keep me accountable in my walks. But I think that there is a distinction, like you would know when you're ready, but I don't want to ask you a question. How would you know, babe? How would you, how did you know when you were start you were ready to start dating? So, you know, when you're ready to start dating, when you just have the peace of mind and the joy within you, and the satisfaction just with you and your relationship with God and your joy and happiness and uh, peace of mind isn't determined or based off anyone else's uh, 
ability of being in your life or not. So once you're um, discontent, then I feel like that's when you know you're ready. You don't want to go into a situation where you're relying upon someone else to bring happiness into your life. Um, you want to already have that happiness into your life yeah. and then go into a situation that way mm-hmm. you'll be ready and prepared for all the different ups and downs and the commitments and, you know, stick it through by relying upon the Lord. So I feel like that's how you know when you're truly ready. Now, I do have another question, um, too. And I feel like it's really good because these are the these are the type of questions this one right here in particular um, that we spoke a lot about in the beginning of us getting to know each other because we spent a lot of time getting to know each other first before we began to court. Um, It was a few months and then we were like, well, you decided. For me, I thought we were going to wait a little bit longer, but you popped the question a little earlier than I expected. Um, And these are the type of things that we would talk about. We would spend days and days just getting to know each other's background, um, just digging into our past. Like, how was it? What was your childhood like? What what were some things that you've been through? You know, uh, what? Why why do you feel like God linked us together to be together in, in a time like as this? Um so the question is, and just so you guys know, these questions, this this these two questions in particular um are somewhat related to the topic. Um, but I feel like it's very essential and they're good questions, which is why we're gonna take the time to answer it on this show. Uh the first question is how do you fully submit to God? That's a good question. That's a good, sincere question. You wanna answer that, babe? So I feel like you fully submit to God by first hearing his word. You gotta be in your word before you can submit to God. If you're not in your word, then you can't hear what God's saying. So you gotta be in the word of God. And once you're in the word of God, you know, so Holy Spirit guides and leads you, just got to obey. Holy Spirit's going to make stuff jump out to you. And just point some out, some stuff out to you in your life that you need to change, fix, correct, or even add on in your life. Uh, whether just doing different things that the Lord wants you to do. Um, or just changing some sceneries or some uh, people you're around. So first things first is you got to be in the word of God. Mm -hmm. After you're in the word of God, you're going to have that. You need to be in prayer and just have that relationship with God where you're seeking his voice and seeking the Holy Spirit to guide and lead you. And and then just obey, obey and obey. Very good. So we know that the Bible tells us that faith without work is dead. I mean, how can we really fully submit to God if we're not following what he's saying? And how do we know what he's saying if we don't know what he says in his word? So I love, love how you tie that in, man of God. Last question. How do you soften your heart that's been hardened from trauma? This is good. So how do you fully soften your heart that has been hardened? I feel like the answer and the key to way is through Jesus Christ. You now we got to come before the Lord and just 
realize that our hearts been hardened and seek him to restore us and give us a new heart made of uh, love and compassion and just grace and patience, long sufferance and temperance and patience. And it's a heart that desires after the work of the Lord and just to have the relationship with God. So to get a softened heart, we have to be in our word. We have to pray. We have to have that relationship with God again. That's the key to everything. Now, I know you guys hear me say it many times, but it's pretty simple. God's our power source. You know, we can do all things through Christ with strength enough. Strength enough. Like for someone who has been living in the world for all their lives and just coming to know Christ, they don't, they are still trying to get to know how to read the Bible or even like stay consistent with remembering to read the Bible because it's not Mm. in their nature yet. It's not, they haven't tapped into it. Right. So what what advice would you give? Because you've been saved pretty much all your life, right? You you grew up in church. I, I wouldn't say saved all my life. I'll say I, I grew up in church and familiar with stuff all my life. But, okay, you, you know, you, no one's no one's ever born saved. You, you can you can grow up in church your whole life. That doesn't mean you're saved. You got at one point or another, you as an individual have to make that decision to mm-hmm. follow God and to truly understand mm-hmm. and uh just have the relationship with god and seek his work and have the desire to grow mm-hmm. but um to get to your question you know those people who are new or new believers and or just you know having troubles finding it i would say the bible has all the answers right. and if you're having troubles finding it that's why we have a fellow brothers and sisters in Christ. Go, don't be ashamed to go to your fellow brothers and sisters in Christ and ask them, Hey, you know, I'm struggling with this is, uh, do you know any verses that you could point me to or direct me to? And if they don't know it, if they don't know any verses or I'm sure they'll be able to point you to someone else in those verses. You know, that's why we also go to church. Churches to exhort and encourage your brethren, brothers and sisters in Christ. The days are approaching, so it's a perfect place. You know, as a new believer, you should be in church. As all believers, we should be in church. We're there to encourage and exhort each other in the things of the Lord, and to help each other grow spiritually. And um, we have pastors there too, who who know the Word of God inside and out. So they'll be able to direct you to different verses that's going to speak to your heart. And most importantly, just pray, seek the Holy Spirit in your life, seek the Holy Spirit to guide and lead you and live in your word. The word has everything. I just want to give you guys a scripture to back up what um, Bubby is saying. Hebrews 3.15, it says to... uh, Today, if you will hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in, as in the rebellion. So that is saying that when you hear God's voice and you know what he's trying to, t- what he's telling you to do, 
don't harden your heart. It means that we have the ability to harden our hearts. It means that we have the choice to do so. And so I think that God is, he wants us to let go of that control of hardening our hearts. And he wants us to completely be naked before him, completely uh, lay down our weapons of protecting our hearts so much because he wants to take those bandages and the bruises off of it. And he wants to heal it himself. He is the healer of healer. And so he says, not do not harden your heart as in the rebellion. So in a way, hardening your hearts, making the decision that you're going to harden your heart is a form of rebellion because you're saying, I'm going to stay here and I I am comfortable where I am and whatever you have for me, God, I don't trust it. I trust my, my control um, protecting my heart more than I do for what you're going to do for me. So I would say that as this question reads, how do you soften your heart from um, that's been hardened from trauma. You release control. You give control back to the Holy Spirit. And it's pretty much what Babe was saying. You release control to the Holy Spirit and let the Holy Spirit do as he do because you can't, you can't soften your own heart. That can only come from the Holy Spirit. You can trust and let go of the control and, 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 trust that that all things is going to be worked out for, together for your good because you are trusting God and by you trusting him you are showing that you love him and he said that he will not withhold any good thing for those who walk uprightly before him meaning that if you are righteous God is not going to withhold any good thing from you so i hope that we answer those questions um to you guys and you guys were able to get a little bit something out of this episode this was really fun babe um did you want to add anything to conclude is there anything you wanted to say i would just like to say it's been a pleasure being on here you know i heard about your amazing wonderful audience so they always give you such phenomenal questions these questions are so thought-provoking these questions are so is amazing. They they apply to everyone's in their everyday life. So absolutely love how practical these questions are, and it's been a blessing just to be have the opportunity just to answer some of these questions and look at it and just you know, allow the Lord to lead us. So thank you. So y'all, if you ever want to submit a question, please email me at Dela at DelaSabio.com. I had a good time doing this with you. Um, and wasn't he good, y'all? Part, let me know what was your favorite part in this conversation? What did you take away from it? What what did you what didn't you know before that you do know now? What are you walking away with? I will love, 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 love to hear from you guys. So please share with me whether you're listening to this on YouTube, whether you're listening to this on Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. Let me know what you guys think. And if you would like Mr. Wegar to come back to the show, what are some questions that you have for him and also for us as a couple or for me as a woman of God um, in a man of God in our story? Because we have a whole testimony to share. 
Now is not the time, but when we do share it, you guys will be the first ones to know. So I love you guys. Please be sure to subscribe to this channel. Hit the notification bell and write down in the comment below, okay? Leave a review. Leave a review on the show. It helps me because people like you who are hungry and eager and seeking after God will have the opportunity to know more about the show. The more we talk about it, the more that it will be put in front of those who are hungry and seeking after more. I love you guys. Have an amazing week and go in peace. See you guys next time. Bye guys.